0: whole blocks Novi, brand new stars, policemen caught in their brand new cars, chugga chugga chugga, get me one nigga, looting and burning, he won't get far. Lightning, a hundred watts, Detroit, Newark and New York, screeching nerves, exploding minds, lives tied to a policeman's whistle and a welfare worker's doorbell finger. Spirit walked with me on my second visit to the exploding section of Watts. I became invisible in the black community. I had to stop and stand still when I realized that no one seemed to see me. When I had visited Watts on the first day of my new job, no one spoke to me or commented on my presence, but I was seen. This time, I could have been in a white neighborhood. When a black person appears in a white part of town, there's a moment of alarm, but if the black doesn't appear threatening, he is erased from the white mind immediately. In the black community, a black person has always given her humanity. On this visit to Watts, the responses were different. Neither the looters, the police, the spectators, nor the National Guard took notice of me. A group of young men was bouncing a car filled with white passengers whose faces looked like Halloween masks through the car windows. Terror bulged from their eyes, and if the windows had been open, I would have heard the screams pouring out of their wide, gaping mouths. A phalanx of police slipped by me and were upon the rioters quickly and quietly. The officers began handcuffing the offenders, and I turned my attention to the now-settled car. Its inhabitants were exchanging smiles that I didn't read as smiles of relief but rather of satisfaction. They had come to Watts to get a thrill, and hadn't they done just that? The newly arrested men were marched close enough for me to touch them, but neither they nor the police regarded me. I came upon some people who were sauntering down the main street, casually taking in the sight. They were so at ease in that uneasy time and place that it was obvious that they lived in the neighborhood. Their concentration was on the stores and the burned-out shells of buildings, so they didn't see me. The havoc now had areas of calm, and either I brought serenity with me or it found me wherever I was. I watched as people sifted through debris. Each whole cup or unbroken plate was treated as a treasure. A woman smiled with pleasure when she found a matched pair of shoes. A man passed me carrying a pair of well-worn pants. He was grinning. On the first day of insurgence,
1: She's got a face that can stop the clock. It was a face I shouldn't stop To look her in the eyes But her money's green Like tea and so is a tea But she's still so close to mine It's a Bye.
0: Mutiny Radio.
1: Dot FM.
2: This is the Found round
1: Sandwich Show.
2: John Cutter, and Bobby Bradford.
1: Bye. Thank you. Thank you.
3: that these have all been instruments that are sounded by being struck. You have probably invented your own percussion instruments without realizing that they had a name as a group, such as beating the cover of a pot with a stick. watching his feet, lazily breaking a reed and blowing through it. Then he broke a second reed, a little shorter than the first, and he heard... Then a third, shorter one, was broken off. Finally, he had a group of them. He put them side by side, closed the bottoms, and blew across the top. of mechanical blowers and pipe stoppers to replace the human lungs and fingers. Those little, those little. hold it hold it right there go the world by A woodblock and you haven't mentioned my name once. Sorry, I didn't notice you. You look more like a block of wood than an instrument. I'm possibly the most important instrument in the entire percussion section. Listen. Said the woodblock to the triangle. It's very plain to see that you're not very versatile, not half as much as me. The sound you make is rather weak. I guess it's just as well that you can't go. You sound more like a bell. Said the woodblock to the kettle drums, your heart upon the ears. You make more noise than 20 boys or 50 bombardiers. The sound you make is awfully loud, and so I must assume that you can't go. Because you can only boom.
0: Said the woodblock to the cymbals.
4: Like an angel, she could be anything, Emily, Emma, Emily. I'm gonna write your name high on that silver screen, Emily, Emma,
5: Emily. I'm gonna make you the biggest star.
4: out searching for that place but never ever came away. you know sometimes she'd come home so depressed I'd hear her crying in the back room feel so distressed
6: seem to know my name we laugh tell a few jokes but it still doesn't ease my pain I know I can't hide from a memory though day after day I've tried I keep saying she'll be back but today again I've lied oh,
1: oh, I see her everywhere I go on the street even I the picture the show Have you seen her?
4: Tell me have you seen her? Oh, I hear her voice
7: if you're listening to mutiny radio live mm. mutinyradio.fm and.sf thanks for doing that latoya the sheriff of truth will be on our way in in about 30 minutes and we do and will have some multicast slash some call me tim slash latoya and pam talk about shit uh we'll be doing that it's going to be fun thank you for listening really appreciate you guys if you do listen and you like us Give us some money uh, to our Venmo at Mutiny Radio because even though we're getting grants, we still need money. San Francisco gets more and more expensive by the second. Uh Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, business expenses. Ah, they're crazy. Toilet paper. There's more than that. Anyway, we'll be back.
1: To be top of me, Just the ground.
5: Shiny little legs, so nice and neat. My belly button, to cute, tippy, clean. They call me with the words, cause I'm out so mean. My toes, so short and sweet. They used to call me stabbing at the neck my feet. Smoke in the bowl, smoking through the toes. I got pretty little panels, I'm like a Savannah, I'll that's get a TFC for a dollar bill, so sweet, so petite, I'm so sweet, so, so petite, about a baby, so complicated, once you get to it, you'll be glad you're because baby is a lady, sexy like Sadie, no, she No R, uh, baby, she's x-rayed to all the flopper,
4: in life. Appetizer.
1: we
7: Holy shlamoly, we're both in the studio at the same time what? what? it's been a long time yeah I mean you were out of the country I was out of the country but you were not too long ago you were somewhere far away oh wow Wow. But oh. you
8: were oh. in the Mediterranean. Yes, yes.
7: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know I'm the only one left on Facebook, but um thank goodness my Facebook connects to the Instagram that the kids are using that I don't understand at all. But whatever. if the world goes on and I'm just like I don't understand it. And that's okay. I've I've accepted it. It's fine. Uh, I'm never gonna uh, TikTok, dear God. I have no idea how Instagram works. How would I even pick up a TikTok, right? Like, I don't understand anything. Oh, you have to check your TikTok? Dear God. <laughs> your mom's on TikTok? My mom is on TikTok. My mom is on TikTok. Is on TikTok. Dear God.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing.
7: No, no, I actually spent the entire time in Athens proper. So, um, yeah, I was in, I was in the city the whole time, the whole three weeks. But it was great. Um, I mean, I know for certain, I eventually want to move there. So, I mean, eventually. I, I just got that other grant. I got a second grant last week. I know it was crazy. So I got the the artist grant, which is great. And everyone's like, oh, you got money, you got money. Like, it doesn't mean, all it means is that I don't have to beg for money like I have in the past. And Mutiny Radio's rent, not all the overhead, but at least the rent can be covered until December 2024. So that's great. It doesn't mean that, I mean, it's not actually that much. It means that I can choose to have a ninth comedy festival and that might be the end. I don't know, it really depends. If I continue getting funding, I'll continue to stay and do what I'm doing and put on open mics and facilitate the comedy community in every way that I can and help as much as I can. And that's all great and everything. But if I don't have the funding, man, I'm moving to motherfucking Greece. Like, I don't care anymore. Well, no, I mean, it's like, I don't don't want to complain about it. But, you know, I was at... The thing on Sunday with all the other comedians. And it's just so hard to get snubbed by everybody. Like have people not fist bump me and fist bump the people next to me. It's fine. You don't like me. Okay. All right. It's fine. I'm okay with it. I've been here 12 years. I don't have to keep being here. I don't have to do open mics for people. I'm doing it now because the city is funding it and God bless the city for recognizing it. But oh my God, I love Greece so much and I feel so much better about myself in Greece. Like I don't worry about all these people that don't like me because I'm not sticking myself in situations where I have to interact with people that don't like me. Like nobody knows me. I can be invisible or I can work with people that do like me. And there's none of that external static, right? But there's just no static to detract me. Like there's there's so much, like I wish that I could just focus on mutiny radio and the festival and what I'm doing and and cut out all the static, like I get it. I get it, I don't get along with everybody and not everybody gets along with me and not all people in the universe can get along with each other, I get that. And that's fine, but my heart really is in the right place and I'm just sort of recognizing that I can do anything I wanna do. And if I don't wanna run open mics in San Francisco after these grants run out, like,
1: I don't have to,
7: (laughs) I can go anywhere and do anything. And I got to headline cops. I have a 40 minute set that's really, it's a great script and I can do that. And I can write more great scripts like that that are 40 minutes. And if people don't want to have me headline here, that's fine. I can headline in Finland or Greece or Germany or anywhere, well, I don't know, Africa. I'm gonna, I mean, if I, of land here in greece maybe morocco i don't know but when i it's a big place that's true yeah there's all kind there's there's i'm seeing ah, white on white crime but it's just that the whole world is truly open to me and i've been so exclusively focused and i think this happens to lots of people that you get so insular with your own situation that you forget that there's a big world out there. Like San Francisco comedy is the smallest, most insignificant puddle. And like, and I've been seeking validation from it for so long. And and it's like, you know, you eventually gotta go, well, I guess you can't go fishing in that pond because you're not gonna get the fish you want. You're gonna have to keep, the fish that you're getting, you keep throwing back and being like, fuck these fish. So then it's like, maybe I need to change bodies of water. (laughs) I mean, the Mediterranean is warmer and better. Well, and, but the thing is like, I don't, I don't want to interact with comedians necessarily. Like I like interacting with filmmakers and other artists and yeah, like. I've never left. I've never lived outside of California. I mean,
5: like,
7: you know, yeah. Five, five yeah. yeah, I think I I'm, think I'm, I might be going back just for a quick week in in August, just for a quick week, <laughs> just, yeah, <absolutely>. just 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 <laughs> Well, that's when my buddy who has the house in Skopelos, is going to be there and is asked. I mean, they texted me this morning and said, are you coming this August? And I was like, well, if I am, what dates are you going? And she let me know her dates. And I was like, if I squeeze it, I could squeeze the last week of August, but just for a week on Skopoulos. So. Well, and that would be like a real vacation, too, as opposed to a working one, because if it's a working vacation, I'd have to be specifically in Athens because that's where all my ducks are lining up, you know, so it would it would be specifically a vacation. But I think that I'm going to look up stuff. I think I can swing it. I mean, it's not. I mean, the airfare in in August is always a little bit more because it's everyone's vacationing. But because I stay for free, it's like kind of And I love it so much. That's everything way down. Yeah. I d- yes, just once, and it was only five minutes, um, but uh, the Athens English-speaking comedy club is the only English-speaking comedy club in Athens. They're amazing. Athena runs it and has been running it for three and a half years. It's very successful. Um, the headliner was a guy from Finland, and then there was another Greek lady who was amazing. Um, it's an incredible little theater that she works out of, and um, yay. But while I was there, it was really that I was just creating my perfect 40 minutes for the Cobbs headlining set and getting that all together so that it was, it's a seamless set, everything flows together. And it was really exciting because it's not even all my favorite jokes. Like there's so many, I could write a completely different 40 minutes of completely different jokes and make that work too, depending on, I don't know, audiences. And that's kind of my next like personal goal is just to write a second, 40-minute set that's different than that set that doesn't have that's maybe a little cleaner doesn't have like all the abortion stuff and it doesn't have yeah more PG-13 ish and then I can have that 40 minutes in my in my kitty so that if I have a PG-13 version and I have my you know whiskey dick version then I can have both options depending on what place I'm at and what they're if it's inside or outside or what the audience is etc etc but yeah, I feel like I'm definitely growing as a comic, and maybe San Francisco is not like I've kind of reached the top of what I'm going to be in San Francisco, and that's it. And it isn't really even that far in San Francisco. Well, no, it's okay. But it's
8: honest. But it's honest. That's what you're I mean, if. No, cool. no.
7: Well, there isn't anything also in the way of men like nobody's presenting themselves in any way that would lead me toward being involved in any kind of relationship with them. There, not only is nobody offering themselves in that way and making themselves available for sexy times, also nobody is making themselves available in any relationship strata that I'd be interested in sharing my life with here, at least. But man, in Greece? Oh, shit. Like, I don't know, it just feels like it's if, if there's a, also if there's a language barrier, it will take them so much longer to start to hate me, like, because they won't understand anything I'm saying for a long time. You know, so it kind of is like, and When you can't communicate with someone as easily with the same language, you actually pay attention to them more because you're trying to read what they're saying in different ways. And so, I don't know, I dig it. Like, I love Greece, I don't know what to say. I think that maybe I'm the reincarnated soul of an ancient Greek philosopher. I know the hubris of that is ridiculous, but I love to read and I love to walk and I love to write shit down and and I like young guys. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so much theater in Greece. It's gorgeous. They like still respect it as a. It's it's wild there. There's so many like weird outdoor theaters and parks and stuff that I walked by and I was like, Oh my God, I could do outdoor comedy here. Oh my God, I could do outdoor comedy here. There's so many places, theaters, things, stuff, old old rocks, new new rocks. So I mean, it's like. I don't know. And I let's put it this way, too. The people that you were just talking about that you, you
8: know, that were on the show with you from you or know, elsewhere, these are also benefits of networking and yeah. being able to travel outside of Greece or whatever art form that you choose and networking. And starting off fresh, as for here, you know, it's either L.A. or New York or, uh, right,
7: well I, mean, not, I mean,
9: there's not, there's not,
5: you're not...
7: And I don't have any opportunities. I don't have any, no one's offering me a place to live in New York, nor could I afford it. Living here is getting exorbitant. LA, are you fucking kidding me? Also, I'm 48 years old, I don't drive. I I don't wanna live with roommates, gross. And there's just, it's like. You're trading, if
8: you were to go to LA or New York trading off, it may be a little bit better in New York, but the cost of living is still gonna be uh, just, horrendous on top of and then if you were to choose L.A., you have to deal with the pompous the stereotype and I, ageism and all this. And I don't look, and I'm not going to get Botox and I and don't wear makeup, so I'm screwed there. chasing things, chasing L.A. like you'd be chasing, it'll be a rat race in contrast to, I feel as, I've, to me, the whole world is on fire, but if there is some place that you are looking for solitude and to rebuild and start I wouldn't think the united States would no be it's to place the too. united States is not would place. would not I mean and we've just gotten so I mean we've already been a violent country but now it's just like a mad you know, I mean, I, No, I don't I'm like, like t- guns don't that's that's exactly where I'm going with like one of the events no. that we just finished doing our Banger and bon we did some training on and so and you guys need to come up. Um, but one of the training that we had to do for this event. Now, okay. Um, one of the things that we were training on was if there is a mass shooter. Oh my god! And so I'm just like, shit, dude. Like this, this is real. And so I'm just imagining, like you know, now in any kind of school that you go to, this is normal. And so now just getting a taste of like, when well, we're having to do the vet training. This has to be training in case of a mass shooter. I'm like, wow, this is, that's not the kind of world and the life that I want to live in. Not saying that it's not going to help it happen elsewhere in the world, but I have the, the percentage gets a little bit more sp- yeah. In contrast to you know living here, and it doesn't matter what state you're in, a lot of people like to say well, we're in California laws. That will not mean shit from well, How many so matches have you had? So many. I mean, the fact that matters become a safety and health issue to people to honestly leave the country <laughs> it's domestic terrorism it is domestic terror like you have people right now the naacp is warning uh black americans or black people or anyone everyone any minority or lgp not to go to florida wow because because it's harmful and basically Florida could kill you because you know what we have going on with the state hate Satan, the Satan. so
9: crazy. So Jesus I hate. mean, the best thing to do in my
8: opinion, and I hate to say this, if you were to decide to go out escape, do it, so that way I could be able to do Yeah,
7: it's, it's true. But the thing is this, there is nothing, the, the, what's keeping me here in San Francisco is the grant funding. But there is, there are no other things keeping me here. There's, I mean, my friend, I've got friends. My friendship with you, my friendship with Lauren Kraut. There's, you know, there's some people I would miss dearly. Um, but it's, there's no boyfriend. There's no, there's, there's no one that's like helping me or leading me to stay here. There's no carrot here, you know. There's no carrots. There would be no reason for me to move to New York or LA. There's no carrots there. There's no one saying, oh, I have a place you can move in, or oh, I have an opportunity to be great, or oh, I have a job. There's none of that there. Right. But in Greece, there's all of that. There's potential relationships. There's um, opportunities to, to buy. There's places to live. There's jobs. There's teaching opportunities. There's so much there for me, and I love it. And I like the person I am there. I don't complain, there's nothing to complain about. Like everything is has that new fresh sparkle. The the muni, the entire city of Athens is on lockdown with their metro. They are amazing. You don't have to have a car, but I know people with motorci- motorcycles and it is definitely a motor, it is a moto town. There's all these like great things about it. It's cheap people are nice like it's you know history. there's history there's and there's anyway there's just so much opportunity and newness and I like I like, the I like, I like all of that, I like, that I like the heat I like I like the ocean I like all of it I am in so yeah hell yeah I'm it's all and if, if, you know, 48 years old, if my life is, if all of the signs are pointing there, I'm going to continue laying roots in that direction. Because, you know, I, I, just, it just seems like I'm supposed to be there. If something came up here and it made me feel like I was supposed to be here, if there was like some like crazy soulmate that popped up and was like i also love mutiny radio and with you i will not let it die and they got like super in and they were just wanted to partner with me on every little bit and no right this is i'm just gonna say like that's that's what would keep me here if there was a person who wanted to be involved in my life and had as much passion for mutiny radio as i have in the past and as i will continue to have with this funding through December
8: 2024, but... Away and you know how you're ready mentally and physically ready to move and change and start a new chapter. Yes. And then who comes to interrupt your chapter before you leave is something that, either a relationship or a job, that makes you change your mind at that last minute when you're so ready to do it. Like, I'm ready to get off. I'm ready to right. go. I'm hoping... I, I hope that ha- doesn't happen because I know how much now that you want this.
7: Yeah, I mean, it would be great to, I mean, uh, um, in an imaginary world, what, what things would keep me in San Francisco past the grants, uh, one more grants Two, some incredible job offering. Like we want you to be the president of this thing or the director of this crazy thing where we're going to offer you $150,000 a year or something crazy like that where I'd be like, oh my God, there would be, it would be nuts for me to leave. Or if there was a person who came into my life in a soulmate capacity, who also was super passionate about mutiny radio and music and sound and was like, I'm all in. And like, then those would be the, those would be the three things that would keep me in. But now it's so nice to actually have like, a viable plan b that is feels more real every time i go back it's like whoa i could this could be my life and that is like i don't know hard to wrap my brain around the awesomeness of that like i could i could live i could be i could be an expat in there and and then i could i'd have to come back until i got a real job or whatever i'd have to come back to the united states every three months at least for a minute and i could book shows and stay on couches and i'm sure people would miss me by then
1: and they'd forget
7: how much they dislike me and i'd be coming back and they'd be like oh my god she's so cool and then i'd, have, I'd be like yay
8: you know it's something i noticed sometimes a, the biggest give back is have people like who and i And then, because I love when people get jealous about those things. You know, especially the more, more, the more I'm talking about the people that usually are the haters. Yeah. That's mostly what I'm talking about. But, I mean, as much as I would hate to lose you, I also would hate for you to stay at a place where kids drive you into insane.
7: Right. Right. Uh, Yes. And I just finished watching a Netflix. Not like I wasn't watching it. I was sewing something at the same time. So I wasn't just vapidly imbibing the joy and wonderment of the Betty something story. It's on the Netflix and it's part of that whole Dirty John thing. And it's season two and it's wild. Amanda Peet is this wife who Christian Slater is her expensive lawyer husband. And she takes care of him for years. She has four children for him. He won't let her get on birth control. And and then in the 80s when he has all this money and he's famous and all this stuff and he's so, so rich and so awesome, um, he leaves her for this young, young woman and lies about the affair for years. And she, he lies to her for so long and gaslights her for so long that she just loses a sense of reality. And then when he literally leaves her, she can't deal with it. Freaks out. Everything's falling apart. But she's mentally ill because of the years of gaslighting of him lying. And she can't believe anything. And it's crazy. And she goes crazy. It's the Betty something. It's a true story. And it's based on true events. And so she murders her husband and his new wife, Linda, in 1989. He starts cheating on her in 1983. But he doesn't actually leave her until 1986. And so there's, like, years of lying. And anyway, she's still in jail. And she's about to get out. And she murdered these people and i get it like you can go mentally ill when you when there's so when you're living with cognitive dissonance for such a long time and you you don't want something to be a certain way but it is and you fight it and and you just people stop liking you because so there's one point where they're like she just got boring because all she talked about was her divorce and it's like i get it and i feel the same way i just get boring cuz all i talk about is san francisco comedy but when Watch this. Yes, it okay. was Betty Broderick. Oh my I, God! I
8: this during, uh, the Pandemic, so yes, I
7: do. It what was good. so good, and so I like looked into the Oprah in 1992 interviewed her when she was in jail and interviewed her children, and so it's on YouTube. And I watched all of that, and I was like, Oh my God! And when she was on and being interviewed in 1992, the way she got heated about talking about past events was it—it it was just like me. I was like, Oh shit! I mean, I'm not gonna go out and kill anybody, but I do understand like. The cognitive dissonance of she's mad, but it's because when you can't accept reality, but you can't accept reality because the reality that you've been told for so long was actually a lie. And so what is reality when you thought there was a reality and it really wasn't, or you were hiding it from yourself and you knew it was there, but they said it wasn't, but it wasn't true and it was, and it's like, what's happening? And everyone just goes, forget about it, move on, move on. And you're like, but I can't move on because of all the lies and all the stuff and all the blah. And then like, you just have to let it move on. But if someone's wronged you, how do you let it go? And so because she couldn't let it go, it festered into this thing where she killed two people. And then she's in jail and And then they interviewed her and she's like, now that they're dead, I have so much peace. And she never, (laughs) yes, she never said she had remorse. And that's why they won't let her out because still to this day, I guess she won't have any remorse for killing them. She's like, no, everything is awesome now.
8: Well, she was mentally abused. And so that's what happens sometimes on the opposite end of when you get mentally abused and you, you stick around, you stay as the punching bag. Something snaps. Either you take your own life or I'm taking Right, right. You know, and that, and sometimes that's the case. You know, that. Um, uh, speaking of wives who kill their husbands or have affairs and kill their lovers, um, uh, I've been watching. I've been into this case. I just went on to a whole other topic. Sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's great. It We're it's all on the same topic. On it's on to like the same like topic. Killing uh, your Betty, husbands. Uh, Betty and Dirty John, but uh, this is the. It's her name is uh, Candy Montgomery, Candy and Montgomery. this sh- this happened in Texas. And so there's a movie on Hulu called Candy, which was really good. And it's about this good Christian woman who moved from Dallas into this small town outside of Dallas, who was bored. A bored housewife had two kids, a husband who worked for Texas Instruments, but was bored and wanted excitement. And so, you know, she ends up having an affair with uh, the guy she's up that's in her church, Uh-oh. and I'm part of the volleyball team. And they have an affair for about a year or two, and she ends up killing her wife, his, his wife, excuse wow. his wife, with an ax. And she she sliced her up 41 t- 41 times with the ax. She got off. What? Yes, she got off because what it had turned out is, so the woman name was Betty Gore, and Betty and Cindy ended up being friends, and Betty didn't know that she was having an affair behind with her husband until after she had the baby. And so Betty actually, when Cindy, or Cindy Candy came to her house, she noticed that Betty had an ax, and this this when Betty found out. And so basically they're saying it was self-defense. So it's pretty weird that forty 41 times.
7: 41 times. Yeah. And
8: so, you know, and they used, basically she got off because of the uh, mental evaluation, stuff like that, that was used in 1980, and... She now lives in Georgia.
7: Forty-one wax, though—that's like a heavy. That's 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 wild because that's a lot of work. And you kind of know someone's dead after, or or if it's self-defense, you hit them once till they're bleeding. You call nine-one-one and say, someone was attacking me. I just hit them with an axe. They are bleeding. I'm outside. I'm running down the street because I'm afraid this was self-defense, and I'm running away from them. You don't hit them forty-one times. No,
8: I think that's of the snap part because she was she fell in love with her husband she was bored she was trying to live these two different lives Uh and it really like with the 41 times i'm like that's really personal very personal it's personal and you just snapped, and so and it just you know that's the whole thing going back to the whole make sure you choose the right path and don't stay and stick around if you don't have to right for your sanity yes you know yes you know you leaving which would be horrible and sad but it would be horrible and sad to watch you mentally try to stay and deal with the same bullshit
7: yeah lies you can't you, you can only live lies for so long before something happens i mean once i started um, imagining my now ex-husband uh, just just dying. I didn't I didn't want to leave him. I was like I just want him to die. You know, uh, I just want him to go right off the just miss the freeway off ramp and just woof right into the canyon. And once I had that thought, I was like, you know what? I need to leave my husband. <laughs> That's that. If if it's I'm so having daydreams of him dying, it's time to um, get the fuck out and just leave. And and not not that there was it was just, but I think that the Betty. When I watched the Betty story, it was so cringy and hard to watch because I was like, just confront him. You're having an affair and I know it. He lies. You're having an affair and I know it. He lies. You're having an affair and I know it. He lies. You're having an affair. You just keep saying it till they admit it. Or until you just, you just believe, you say, I'm not listening to you. I don't believe you're having. So here's, we're dividing the money. I'm staying in the house with the kids. In 1983, when she knew about the affair, she knew about it, she... Should have confronted him and she said, said, she just said, the money's good. I'm just going to be okay with it. But then finally he was like, this is great. I want to marry this woman. And then it was too late. And it was, they'd already been living that life together and lying and living the lie. And it, with all the lies, lies, just everybody be honest.
8: And she also didn't have the best support group. No, she didn't. Her, her, I mean, her friends were trash. That was another thing too. Like she didn't have the best people around her for her best interests. Sure because they all, that that Stepford mentality is very dangerous. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Well, (laughs) it's
7: money corrupts and, you know, and 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 when she got $9,000, I would have been like, thank you, we're done, great. That's $9,000 a month? And she didn't have to have child support? She didn't have to have, it wasn't even part of the child support? Oh, my God, take it. And then later when you get the kids back, and ask for the child support back. Like, she made so many mistakes along the way. But I get it because she was abused and gaslit. And I understood her righteous rage, her righteous Christian rage, too, because she was like, I never cheated on you. You cheated on me, and you lied. And the court is like, we don't give a fuck.
8: And the, I mean, and that's and you, you just said the word, that whole religion, that that Christian values thing, which can kill you. Uh, yeah, because the way the people how, how certain people are brought up and especially when you're in the church you know it's just like i'm just gonna stay we're gonna pray and we're gonna try to work on this or we'll go to the church for counseling which by the way don't ever go to your church for some goddamn counseling priests especially if you're catholic <laughs> what does a priest know about marriage okay oh, right you there. know well or you can your go pastor i right, mean referring is, to the your Bible, pastor's probably yeah. having an affair too. so So, i mean i honestly think sometimes when people go off to the church to seek marriage counseling which i think she did
7: i don't maybe i don't remember in the story but i mean the thing is though when you're talking about morals and that the cognitive dissonance can kill people there are gay people that are told by the church that the way you feel and what you are is wrong and the cognitive dissonance that goes on with everyone in your life telling you that the way you feel is wrong and bad and you feeling this as a person and either trying to turn that off then lying to yourself and saying that that isn't real or believing in that other reality it's all about what is the truth and and maybe and that's the truth for people that are religious the truth that's their truth but then and if we all believe the same truth is that okay i mean i don't know it all has to do with You know what we believe in as people and i understand that religion exists so that a group of people can all believe the same thing because it does make it easier when you have a group of dis because everyone does have different feelings but if you can get a big group of people to all believe in the same thing you know then you have control over that group of people right but i mean cults kind of work until they get guns involved i don't know
8: Especially when you have people like the character, uh, um, Betty, but Betty Broderick. there's there's many stories like that that you hear about the woman snapping because of some kind of mind control or Christian values of some sort. Uh, it 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 just seems like a pattern, and that's one of the reasons why, to me. Like I remember growing up in the church. It's just like, and you could tell by their energy that, just
7: like, something's not right. Well, the church is the last hangers-on of the obvious patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Christianity is based on patriarchy. Adam, Eve, God. God is a man. God is at least personified as a man. So you have patriarchy from the get-go, from the beginning. And then if you look at Betty Broderick, women couldn't have their own... Uh, credit card until 1976 or 1978 without their husband co-signing right one of those years which is ridiculous and and right so the patriarchy is real it if you're existing within the church and was within a marriage you have double patriarchy happening plus society triple patriarchy you've been held down you're lied to and then you eventually explode it's like we are subjugated against it's happening and when you go this is real this is happening and the world goes no it's not no it's not it's like yeah it is and you point at it and, be, and you try to do it in comedy and they go no one wants to listen to a feminist Blah. And it's like but you get to tell dick jokes now this is the thing if feminism is about is allowed to be tr- created and treated t- the same women finally we're feminists we get to be equal and then you take away all the cool things that guys used to be able to do like like have young secretaries and pinch their butts and all that shit like fu- women are finally equal but then you take away all that cool stuff patriarchy no, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking but it's like there's i feel terrible for that for for all kinds of people that marriage is a structure and it's a lie it, it, it's a lie and we buy into it and if men are strong enough or smart enough for their lawyers and they get to lie and you don't and you feel like there's a huge injustice, yeah, there's a huge injustice against all women because the patriarchy's real. And it still exists, and they try to pretend it doesn't, and whenever we get excited about it, they go, oh, those women, they're freaking out. And it's like, yeah, we're freaking out because we have tons and tons of anger. And that anger, I can understand, also comes from if you used to be, I don't know, a slave. So if you're an African-American person who was brought over here against your will and all these things, and you're like, yeah, but there's still racism, don't you see it? It's real, and they're like, no, it isn't. It's all equal now, and you're like, but it's fucking real. And they go, you're crazy, you're an angry black woman. And you're like, no, can't you see it? Can't you see the violence inherent in the system? And everyone goes, look at you, we're gonna get the police because you're being loud and rowdy and we can't have you, you're not being peaceful. It's like, but you're not the same. I get it, (laughs) I get it. And I then you I give children guns. <laughs> right? I'm sorry that's real.
8: <laughs> but I mean, I will say this. You might run into cuz it uh I don't yeah. think greece is completely uh, uh really extremely religious, but I know Oh, it is. It's, it's Oh, the they backs are. Backs they and, are. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they do like this the city the the sh- the cities and towns do shut down if there's religious holiday. And it's sure. great. It's so you beautiful
7: because they like all feed each other and and it's like Family people dance dances. in the streets. Oh my god, I love their festival season and all their weird religious shit is great. They have red eggs everywhere. And De vamp the reason they don't have homeless people is because they take care of each other because they are still they have that really strong.
8: I think that's what it is though, the difference between because that's the old world and the new world and the religion the Christianity that we practice here, they say they're for family values and family oriented, which is that we do everything wrong. We do everything we wrong. We do everything here. wrong it's and true. the opposite. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you have a family member down and that needs your help, and we go to church every day and we call ourselves Christians, we're willing to throw them out in the streets mm-hmm. or toss them aside. Mm-hmm. Well, They're not practicing the Christian values. So I'm just test them. Yeah. Like, you know, and with the old world, it's like they will bang a religion upside your head, but you'll probably have a place to sleep at night. Hell yeah, you know, and they'll you know you'll have a food to eat and some kind of shelter. Absolutely, you know. So I mean, yes, that there are there are similarities, but I think with that in the old world, they're definitely more family oriented, which as people tend to be. Yeah.
7: Well, one there was a Greek monk that said. Um, when you're studying, when you're studying the Bible and you're practicing and you're being a monk in the, on a beautiful island or whatever, making little carvings and being, having solitude. But he said that the only consternation that people have comes through impatience. If you're patient, everything will happen the way it's supposed to happen. Everything will happen the way it's supposed to happen. But the only thing that gets in the way is when we lack patience. And I was like, "Whoa! I can do. I'm into this stuff." But they're more philosophical about their religion. And you just, when you go by a church, you do the little thing. And I don't know. If I if I moved to Greece, I'd probably start. I'd I'd probably go t- to church with Nikos on Sundays. I probably you would.
8: Probably go to a mass or two.
7: I would. Yeah. Well, I think it would also help me learn Greek. That's true. <laughs> I could just. I mean, I think
8: it's. I think it's. You know as much as i'm not a religious person but i'm spiritual at the same time i would of of course i would respect people's religion Mm. and their values you know because i'm also interested you know whenever i would go to a a spanish town or someplace i'm interested in sitting down in a in a mass and or if i'm in portugal i will sit in a mass because i i grew up Catholic, so I want to see what Catholic Catholicism looks like outside my country in sure. the old world or in the Latin world or if I was to go to Italy. Ooh,
7: and I like stained glass, just the architecture. I, I like stained glass, and all those old churches have gorgeous stained glass, and I love it. There's, there's history, history there, there. There's architecture. You're right. It's beautiful. You
8: know, even here when we go to the missions, you know, when I go yeah, to the exactly. you know, that's fascinating to me.
7: But, you know. But we also, we recognize what came behind it, the enslavement mm-hmm. and the uh, stealing. And I, I was thinking this today on my way here. I was like, I'm a terrible American. They don't, America doesn't want me to live here anymore because I'm not a consumer. I'm a bad American because I don't buy things. Everything I'm wearing today was a gift. I didn't purchase any of the items on my body at all today. Not even the socks. They were a gift. Everything, the shoes were a gift from a uh, Sister, Sister Katie. The socks were a gift. These were from Jill. The sweater was from Mary. Uh, the shirt underneath was a gift, it's an old Mutiny Radio t-shirt. Even the underwear were a gift. Anyway, my point is that, and the, the jacket was, um, as a gift from Andrea. Anyway, I don't buy things, I'm a bad American. So you don't want me to be here. I, I'm a socialist, I, I like helping people, giving people things equally. I believe all kinds of things that America does not believe in. So, so they, they don't necessarily want me here. Um, where was I going with that with Grace? Oh well, yeah,
8: you don't own any property. Oh, I don't own so any, yeah, you know, I
7: don't pay, I, I, I mean, I have this, but I, am doing community, I didn't, they don't like community, they want us all to be disparate and separate, and, but, oh, I remember what it was. I would have been a good American back in the days, like, of the homesteading days when hard work, and, like, cause I'll do any, I can, I can cook, I can clean, I can keep things alive, I can have, I can repurpose things, I can sew, I've got skills and all that stuff, But I wouldn't have been a good old school American because I don't believe in thievery. And I wouldn't have wanted to be a homesteader because I'd be like, whose land is this? We're just taking this plot of land, but who did it belong to? And when the native peoples came and they were pissed at us, I'd be like, I'm sorry, we didn't know. I didn't know this was yours because I'm not a thief. It would so, have
8: been a good wife either because you've been popped in your mouth by your husband because that was acceptable. Uh, yeah. So if there's. You would have gotten black eyes. You probably wouldn't have taken that shit. So,
7: <laughs> I but yeah. So I wouldn't have been a good old world American. I'm not a good new world American. It's time for me to go somewhere else, where like, I've got skills that can, oh, so. Can they still utilize. Sure. Well, and like, I'll I'll pick up olives. I'll put them in a bin so that they can be pressed into oil I'll do anything you know I'll clean funny?
8: It's funny because even when I travel I notice that Americans and a lot of British people go to these places just to pick up the skills that you were talking about you right know, I want to learn how to cook. cook yeah, yeah I'm, gonna go to a, s- I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to
7: a Greek cooking class wouldn't that be great I could teach there's all kinds of weird shit I could do there I could do an Airbnb experience yeah well i can't do basket making but i can teach people how to cook with like i can do an airbnb experience in a kitchen where we go to a local like because outside the house where i stay there's a farmer's market we walk downstairs we buy the fish we buy the vegetables we come upstairs we cook it all together we sit on the beautiful balcony and eat it could be an experience i could do four of those a month and it would pay rent like it's like ah you know it's it's mind-blowing there what you can do with English, and, and, and
8: expats. I mean, that's a great hustle to do if you don't want. If you want to go into business yourself, since there are now more Americans uh, who are traveling. You know, yeah. everyone like people from different cultures, in, or no, excuse me, different cultures, a, diver- a diverse group of Americans have been traveling more and younger as well, yeah. who are interested in getting, you know, seeing the rest of the world. There was some. There was a, a study. That said, that um, uh, early millennials like ben, Gen Xers have been since we are not able to afford to buy homes or you know big large investments like that. We've been we spend most of our money traveling. Traveling,
7: yeah, yeah. So and that's the thing. There's there's opportunity there for all kinds of. I mean, I could start a website where it was like cool English speaking things to do in Athens, and I could do like I could do uh, you know.